Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. We about caught us talking there. You might have heard just a little bit of our conversation. So, yeah. yeah, well, we're talking about moms. And yeah, it was a we good were. thing. Yeah. Mostly. And it was good. And so we are, uh, uh, the topic of today, since today is an Eve, Andy, what Eve is it? Mother's Day. Eve. Eve's Eve's Eve. We can go with that again. Yeah. Eve's Eve. <laughs> I'm not going with it. It's Mother's Day Eve, right? So that means tomorrow's Mother's Day. That's my pun, man. I, come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe we're, we're, we're standing in for Robbie. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Stand in a little better. He would have uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he would have laughed. <laughs> That to be fair, Robbie laughs at a lot of things. Absolutely everything. Yeah. You're absolutely you're absolutely right. Yeah. He would have laughed. That's right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He would have laughed. But what is our topic today, Andy? It's also your topic. Yeah, we're we're honoring mothers because, of course, for Mother's Day. But uh, we want to honor mothers. Not doesn't necessarily have to be our mother. It could be our wife is the mother of our children or a grandmother. Just uh, somebody that's. Uh, mothered and just tying that to this whole masculine journey and um you know we were talking a little bit on the first sh- uh, show about Isaiah 66 13 says that God fathers us like a mother or loves I mean, us. He, uh, yeah he loves us like a mother comforts us like mm-hmm. a mother and you don't always get that aspect from God but it you definitely see it in the scripture the Holy Spirit's a, mm-hmm. a form of that but uh, just the power that mothers play in our in our lives and how transformational I would have to say that probably my I mean my biggest spiritual influence definitely came from my mother so mm-hmm. good well thank you Andy so yeah the topic is mothers Robbie? yeah I was just saying we uh, know Robbie's not here and we didn't get it in on the first you know regular show but he is on a trip with Tammy and mm-hmm. they are out honoring her mother yes sir because yeah. she just passed very recently and. You know, it's always a tough time, especially emotionally right after that, but they're taking her ashes out to her brothers and Montana, and they've just went by Mount Rushmore today and took a picture of that. So he sent that to us all, and we're praying for Robbie, and uh, they're honoring her mother right now. And I know Robbie would have some wonderful stories if he was here, but again, you know, that's one of the Ten Commandments. You know, it's it's not just one of the many commandments. It was one of the first 10 that was given to Moses that says honor your mother and father and that's what we're trying to do here is honor God by honoring our mother and that's what Robbie's doing right now on his trip and we just wish him well thank you yep so Danny you actually um have the first clip in this this show I do. and so uh what movie is this from well just like high school with the guy sitting next to me would have applied himself. <laughs> then I stole this from Andy oh. from several shows. So Andy can tell you what movie. Andy, what, what movie is this from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get you back. 
Yeah, well yeah, played, guys. Well played. Yeah, Danny. Yeah, Wait I know, get a movie movie. guide or something. Right? You copied off my paper, and uh, I don't know where I got my answer. Yeah, you got it from Cliff Notes. Uh, yeah, Cliff yeah. Notes or yeah, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you think it's a movie called Unconditional, though? Unconditional, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, get a movie guide, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch Siskel and Ebert something, yeah. man. I don't know. They're uh, not even on anymore, but still. I, mean, I think Reader's Digest well, is out there somewhere still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Go to Internet Movie Database, <laughs> INDB. Like several people, I struggled with, with oh, yeah. finding a clip, and um, and so I went looking through our old shows because they're already pre-cut. I mean, it was a total lazy deal. But I yeah, found Andy it. Griffith doesn't have a lot of mom scenes. <laughs> no, not. Aunt B doesn't count. Aunt B does count. Yeah. She does count. Aunt B, yeah, she counts. But I heard this one, and I was like, and it talks a lot about unconditional love, and, and I think it's a mother and a son. Or a daughter, and and they're talking about or a dog, whatever. You yeah, whatever. Really. There's a barking in the background, <laughs> something you know. Anyway, the uh, it talks about unconditional love, and and when I think about mothers, I think about my own mom. I think about unconditional love because I've heard it said that you know the closest thing to God's love on this earth is a mother's love for her children, and you see that in in not just human but in creation that you know. The mama bear, the whole nine yards, and and this kind of lays that out, and we can talk about that out on the backside. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. You okay. ready? I, I think I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. Life is so beautiful, so full of magic and possibilities. I thought that my story had come to an end, but I was wrong. Once upon a time, there lived a little baby Oriole bird. His mama called him Firebird on account of his amazingly beautiful orange feathers. Now, little Firebird, he does live for the sunshine. He'll bask in that sunshine for hours. Very good. Joe helped me find something that I had lost along the way. Something I had once believed so strongly. That the storms of life are bound to come. But that maybe even in those storms, in the loneliest times of all, You're never really alone. Love is the most powerful thing on earth. I've seen what it can do. And it can do amazing things. Sometimes I imagine a world where everyone knows a love that's unconditional. And what a beautiful world it is. I think Billy had it right. That there truly is enough love to go around. All you have to do share it. What if God's love is like the sun, constant and unchanging? What if you woke up one day and realized nothing can take that away? Go ahead. The, uh, yeah, I was reminded of, of Paul writing to Timothy talking about his faith from his grandmother and then his mother. <coughs> and yeah, I had two godly grandmothers and you know, one of the things that we were joking, spent some time with dad last weekend, and we always talk about mom, it used to aggravate Michelle till she figured out what was going on. We'd have a family get together and everybody would bring something or, you know, you bring the potato salad, you bring anything. And when you would show up, mom would have extra of what you were supposed to bring. Yeah. And Michelle says, does she not trust me or something? <laughs> I said, no, that's just mom. And so me and dad were talking about it. I said, mom would always do that. He said, your mom would go without to make sure everybody else had what they needed. And that was mom. She was a caretaker, 
You know, she mm-hmm. was always, you know, even when she was sick, she was always looking out for somebody else or making sure somebody else had what they needed. And going back to the school stuff, I can remember Dad and I were laughing about this. My my claim to academic fame was I was second in my senior class when we did senior project. And we had six months to do it, but I always figured they give you way too much time to do stuff. So I procrastinated till about the last two weeks and put everything together. And my mom typed it up. Wow. And it, I made a 99 on it. And the only reason I made a 99 was she didn't center the header on the beginning of it. She missed one thing out of the whole thing, but she took the time and typed it up so it would be proper because it would have took me another two weeks to type it the way I type. So Did you ever let her forget that she cost you the 100 Yeah, Mom, we could have made a 100 you know, but, yeah. but that was just that was just Mom, and that was just, you know, and, you know, I miss her, you know, still, but the uh, – and, you know, my wife, is, you know, she's been a great mother. And, you know, our children are grown, and we have a grandchild. But Michelle taught for a while. She's out of teaching now, but she's just the mother to people who didn't have mothers at times. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my mother-in-law, who just had back surgery, and but she, you know, she told me when Mom died, she said, I can't replace her, but I'm here. And so I have been blessed and surrounded by godly mothers, mm-hmm. and most of them are caretakers. So, yeah, yeah it's um, you know, no, around the room, some of us have, have lost our our mom. You know, some more recent than others. You know, Andy within the last you know four months, five months. Andy last year. Yeah, and Danny almost two years, right? Two years, yeah, close yeah. two years. Yeah. yeah, two years Labor Day time, yeah. and you know, for me, it just went over seven years. You know, with my mom. Um, I'd like to say it gets easier. It just gets different. Yeah. It doesn't ever really get easier. You know, I'll talk more about that in a minute. But uh, David, did you want to share anything about this topic at all? No, I was just going to add. No, or yes, you are. No. Because you're confusing me. Yeah. Well, you well now you're confusing microphone. me. Thanks. You, you uh, said no, and then you said yeah. Well, I wanted to ask Danny a question. You know, he oh, said okay. his mom did this project. So does that mean your mom was second in in your senior class then, right? Yeah, but I took the credit. You, you took yeah. the credit. Just like taking Andy's clip. I, you know, There's a theme here, Danny. There is, yeah. There is. Probably a wound, credit for everybody else. Probably a wound in an agreement yeah. wrapped up in it somewhere, uh, I'm sure. I would say watch your wallets. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at this point. No, I don't. I mean, that's... You don't even share? Mm, maybe a minute. Okay. I'm just going to stare at you until you think of something. That's fine. Either you're going to stare at me or you're going to stare at Andy. I mean... Eh, you don't react like Andy does, so I have to look at him. No, we can use All big right. words to get him to react. We, get a we mirror, can, Sam. Get a mirror. Oh, oh there we go. That's good. One. All right, that was worth it. That was worth it. All right, well, I guess I'll go. And so this clip is from a movie called uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. There were three of them. The third one just came out. This was from the first one. And if you haven't seen the movie, you know, I'll try to explain a little bit what's going on before this clip. But at the very beginning of the movie, um, the little boy, Peter, uh, his, his mom dies. It appears that she has cancer or something. She, you know, she's on her deathbed and he's at the hospital, but it's his birthday or his birthday's coming up in the, in the next few days. And so she gives him a birthday present and his grandpa sticks it in the backpack. And then a few minutes later, his mom passes away. And so, you know, in his grief and everything, he runs outside. And when he runs outside, he's abducted by some aliens. Right. And so, 26 years go by and then we see Peter as an adult. And what we learn about him very quickly is in the movie is the present that he got from his mom was never opened. I don't know why he didn't open it. He just chose to never open it, but he would never lose it. He always had it with him. I think he just wanted to hold on to the memory. 
you know, and, and not know what was there. But in this scene, it's towards the end of the first movie and he's opening up the present that his mom gave him. And what we learn about Peter during the movie is he loves classic rock music. And so she'd made him a mixtape when he was a little kid. And so he's opening up his present. And at first there's a letter of hers. And so you hear her voice as she, he's reading the letter. And then he gets to see what his present is. And so we'll come back and talk about why I chose this clip. Well, I guess when I get it ready to play. Not ready. Yeah, that's me. David, are you ready to talk yet? Mm. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't think so. Just play your clip. We'll talk about it afterwards. All right, there we go. Here we go. Here's the clip from Guardians of the Galaxy 1. And it's still not playing. So let's try it again. Professional. We are professional. Peter, I know these last few months have been hard for you, but I'm going to a better place, and I will be okay, and I will always be with you. You are the light of my life, my precious son. My little star lord. Love, Mom. listen to that you know it, it may not make a lot of sense but you can see in the in the clip peter's face light up when he saw it was a mixtape you know because now he had more of his mom to share that he didn't have before the songs that she loved that meant something to him he'd worn out i think that something happened i don't remember in the movie what happened to his original mixtape but he played it and played it over and over and over again and uh so he's got more you know more to share and and i picked that clip yesterday and i didn't know why i picked the clip i'm just like yeah i want this clip you know and, and uh I, I got it, and I kept saying, God, why, why did I pick that clip? You know, what do you want me to share? And so I'm literally on the way over to the radio station today, and he reminds me of something. And so when my mom passed away, um, you know, all my siblings and I were, were down in Florida. That's where she lived. And so since we were all there, and some of us were out of state, uh, after she passed away, you have to wait a few days for the funeral and all that kind of stuff. And so... Um, my stepdad had already passed away a few years before that, and so we decided it'd be a good time to invite his uh, daughter over and go ahead and just kind of clean out their place since we're all there and, and kind of divide stuff up. You know, not, not going to be another time to really do that. And so one of the things that I ended up getting is my sister came to me and she said, I think mom would have wanted you to have this. And it was uh, her Bible, my mom's Bible. And, and actually, I'd forgot about it. I mean, it was a treasure when I got it. Don't get me wrong. And I set it on my shelf with some other Bibles that I have. And last year when I was finally going through and kind of cleaning up stuff in my house, I was just going room by room and systematically cleaning some stuff. Uh, one of the last places I got to was in my office and I got to the shelf that had the Bibles, you know, and so I opened her Bible for the first time. I had not opened it. And wow, what a treasure of stuff. Cause you know, written in that Bible was all of her notes. 
you know, and I, I literally just kind of went page by page and looked through it and I'd find a script or, and in the very front, she had several things written in the, the pages before they have any writing, you know, the, the, mm. just the plain white pages. You know, she had a thing that said for the kids and then she would have a scripture. Well, you know what I'm going to do, right? I mean, so I, <laughs> I'd look it up, you know, and, and I'd say, oh, well, mom's been praying this over all of us kids, mm. you know, and getting to learn more about my mom's faith was very much a hidden treasure, you know, and I related to, to Peter getting this hidden treasure of his mom's music that he loved to share. And, and so look, looking to my mom's faith and seeing it in a different way than I've ever got a chance to see it before through what was important to her from what she highlighted to what she underscored to what she put a star beside. I don't know what each of those meant, but I know they were all important for different reasons. And so it made me look at those and say, okay, God, why, why would that be important? Yeah, I mean, I, I, to me, I can know it was important, but why did mom think it was important? And it was such a great period of time. I think I probably did that for about a week and a half off and on. Mm-hmm. You know, and something I kind of need to do again is kind of get that out and, and look through that. But, you know, my mom and I had just an amazing, amazing relationship. You know, and this is going to sound incredibly weird, and I don't know how to say it any other way. But, you know, my mom, other than my kids, is probably the truest, deepest love that I've ever had in my life because I just know that mom was always going to love me. Mm. It didn't matter what I did. It didn't matter what I didn't do. You know, mom would correct me. Don't get me wrong. I mean, how strong her left hand was because <laughs> she was left-handed. And I know you did learn not to sit on her left side at meals. You know, if you didn't want to get smacked, if you said something you shouldn't say or did something you shouldn't do. And, and she wasn't abusive in any way, but she got your attention, you know, but just learning about my mom was just, was key. And, and knowing how much she loved me was very key. The last thing I think I'll probably say about that is in, in a couple of years, I'm really looking forward to Mother's Day. And the reason for it is in, in two years, my birthday will be on Mother's Day. And I was born on Mother's Day. And so that's one wow. thing that we always shared. You know, it didn't happen very often. Every seven years or so, you know, we would have the day together. But, you know, even when I lived out of state, didn't have money, you know, for long distance calls back in the day. I found a way to talk to her, you know, when we shared that day. And it was just a very, very cool thing. And I, and I think back, again, I said this the last thing, I'm going to share a couple more, but, you know, coming up in a few weeks for me is a very special time that no one really gets but me and maybe a couple of my siblings. But, um, you know, in a couple of weeks, I won't be at church because I'll be home watching. No, shocker. I, I know, I know, David, you won't see me at church. But I'll be at home watching the Indy 500. And you can think, well, that's kind of silly. Don't go to church and, you know, sit at home and watch a race. Um, but growing up in Indiana, you couldn't watch a race. It was blacked out. You know, they, they always had it blacked out. Even though it was sold out every year, it was blacked out. So you couldn't watch it. You could only listen to it. And so my, all my memories of a kid growing up was my mom painting in the house somewhere over Memorial Day weekend because she would always paint on Memorial Day weekend and listen to the race. And she was not a sports fan. That's the only thing she ever listened to but she loved the Indy 500. And so I grew up listening to it every year, you know, and that, that became my love of it. I don't watch any other racing. I don't watch another Indy race at all, but I can't tell you the last time I missed the Indy 500, you know, that I found a way to watch it uh, each year. And it, it's just such a great day for me because it brings back such warm memories of my mom and uh, fond memories of childhood. You know, and not all of them aren't fond, but the ones involving my mom usually are. You know, and that, that, that's a really special thing. And it, talking with my kids, you know, as time has went on, just looking at how her love impacted them, 
you know, they all felt that they were the most special to her. And that's how people are when they love well, is you always feel like you're the favorite. You know, Robbie likes to, you know, tell us that, you know, to Jesus, he's the favorite, right? But, you know, like with mom, everybody was a favorite when you were right there with her. You know, and I think that's what a lot of you were describing, you know, before. But, uh, well, our moms are our number one fan, right? <clears throat> I mean, they'll correct us, but, you know, yeah. and not and that's not saying our dads aren't either. Yeah. But, you know, always whenever you, you, you could always look and mom would be there. You know, I, at least I know for me growing up. So I do want to point out, though, that Sam's birthday was yesterday. If you guys want to email him. Yeah. Um, Sam and Masculine Journey dot org. Wish him a happy birthday. I think Andy, you said you were gonna sing Happy Birthday since you didn't buy the dessert, right? Yeah, uh, seventies <laughs> rock day, I guess. You're yeah. Sam, so seventy now. You turn seventy. No, I'm sixty. Oh, 60. Yeah, I just yeah. look seventy. Well, that's, man, what I'm, that's what I'm on the radio. No, I was just saying as a music. I would guy. say you look closer to eighty, but that would put Harold down because he looks really good for eighty. Yeah, you so. don't have anything to say still, right, David? Because no, I'm, I'm thinking just feeling, I'm, I'm, just hearing, <laughs> I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing anything of value, so I'm thinking, thinking you don't. But yeah, no. It, uh, Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, no worries. Um, on the topic of mothers, and, and we have shared about our mothers, but you know, I've also seen um, in my life uh, my my kid's godmother, which is my ex sister in law, has been a tremendous mother role to my kids. You know, and she takes that role very seriously and she does it quite well. You know, they always get her something for Mother's Day. And um, my mother-in-law, you know, when I was married and still has continued to be a great mother figure to me, you know, and, and it's just amazing how God brings those people into your life and, and how they're that nurturing spirit, you know, and, and I say all this and we say all this knowing that that's not everyone out there that listening story, mm-hmm. right? But it's everybody's story the way God intended it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, is to have a loving mom. And if you didn't, I'm sorry. You know, that is really tough. And we all have stories of things that weren't great, you know, in our childhood or our life. You know, this is just one that happened to be okay. You know, it was good, yeah. you know, for a lot of us. And, and hopefully God has reconciled that for you. <coughs> Sam, you reminded me with the Indy 500. Yeah. My mom was a avid NASCAR fan. Yeah. And, I mean, she would scream at the TV with the best of them if something happened she didn't like. And I asked her one time, I said, Mom, how did you get it? Because Dad, car guy, built race cars, you know, whole nine yards. I said, how did you get to be such a fan? She said, well, when I married your father, I had two choices. Either stay home and be mad or go to the racetrack every Friday and Saturday night. And she said, I chose to go, and I just learned to love it. And so the the love of racing kind of ran through our family. That's good. Good. Anyone else got anything to share before I start asking you some questions, Rodney? Well, I just say I I shared the same thing, Danny. It's my mom. My dad was doing the same thing, and then my mom loved it, and she still she loves it more than I do today. I've kind of backed off of most sports because I just can't stand to mm. where things are at. But just when you have your your mom's presence, it's so important. But I think back to a lot of those childhood memories. But really, the relationship keeps changing as they you both get older and you cherish more things just being back in Christmas. I got to hear so many more stories about, you know, my mom's life with my dad and other things that have happened and, you know, how things weren't as rosy as she always made them be, which just helps me respect her that much more. You know, just the things that she had to endure and work through in her marriage and that I can, you know, pull from that work through in my life too. So getting to go, much deeper now in those relationships has become, you know, something that I never would have 
done when I was younger because I was just selfish and just, yeah, that's just about me and my life. I don't really care about you and your life, mom, but I've learned to grow into that much more. And it's like, I'm looking really forward to that time now. And that's where I'd say, like you said earlier, if you haven't had a good relationship, if you can kind of always be working at mending or making even a good one better, it's mm-hmm. something we're always hopefully striving to do. Absolutely. Chuck? Yeah, that's that's the thing about my mom. Just growing up, she found her joy in her children. I mean, you could just see it on her face. And, you know, growing up, I never understood that. She, I always heard, when you get older and have one of your own one day, you understand what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I mean, it's like your heart walking outside your body, and, and yeah. that's how she described it. You know, but one thing I can't believe we haven't, you know, spoke about is the look. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know no one in this room has not no, had to no. endure that look. I mean, my I mom had that out. look. She didn't have to say anything. It was just a look that I, I would catch it, and I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, I'm straightening I'm it up. Yeah, yeah, uh, so. uh, yeah. yeah, the body sets <laughs> and, up straight. And that right. runs all the way across the board to my – I thought it was just my mom that had it. No, my wife has it. My mother-in-law has it. I mean, it's just that look, you know. <laughs> Goes along with the intuition, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my mom still has that look and not only comes from the family, but all of her friends. Oh, it's hilarious because my mom's got that look. They're like, oh, you're getting the evil eye. <laughs> and the look comes right before the right or left hand. Oh, it does. That's yeah, what happens, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I think for me probably the favorite transition time with my mom is, um, I mean, at the end of the day, she's always my mom. I'm always going to respect her, you know, when she was alive and I respect her now that she's not, but there was a period where we became more friends, Yeah. you know, and we could actually talk about some serious stuff and talk about things. There was lots of questions I had about my dad. You know, my dad had had a stroke when I was 12 and wasn't really engaged. He was home every day, but he wasn't really engaged before that. And then really couldn't physically talk after that. And so, you know, I had a lot of questions about my dad and she was so gracious to share her heart and share things with me that she knew I needed to know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and as I started to walk in the wild at heart message stuff and getting into wounds, you know, I could share that stuff with her, you know, and back when the ministry was a little bit different uh, look to it, we actually had some women's events mm-hmm. and my mom was able to come to one of the women's oh, events wow. and had some breakthrough. Cool. You had a women's event and it shared some of her journal with me on some stuff and, and shared some stuff with, with Heidi, my ex-wife and just some things that Heidi shared with me that my mom would be okay with her yeah. sharing with me. And just how special it was to see her get some healing breakthrough, and yeah. breakthrough on stuff that she'd carried for a lot of, a lot of years, yeah. you know? And so just seeing that kind of come full circle was kind of cool. Uh, so before I get to your favorite Hebrew word, is there anything <laughs> that you would like to actually throw out there before I ask you that question? No? I, just, I want to shout out to uh, just my uh, my daughter's mother. She's been a great mother to her, and I've just seen things. They've they've had their times, and just like I've had, but she just loves her well. She really loves her well, and my daughter knows that that's a safe place that she can go to. So, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Oh, go to masculinejourney.org. We do have a couple things coming up. We have a boot camp coming up the weekend before November. But before that, in June, the first weekend in June, we have a Masculine Journey, but more importantly, a Ohio Wild at Heart event in uh, beautiful West Virginia, right on the New River. Gorgeous, gorgeous location. Can't get a better looking location. So if you're interested in that, go to masculinejourney.org to register. We'll talk with you next week. Love somebody well this week. This is the Truth Network.